Welcome to the Just Godcast podcast. In this episode, you'll hear Dr. Rob talk about when to speak up and when to shut up. Do you realize that there's a lot of parts of the scriptures that don't really have to do with your relationship with God? It has to do with the way that you're behaving in life. How do you handle life? What do you say? What don't you say? So during our time today, I want to talk to you about something that I think you'll really like because I do. Because if you've learned this thing, you can go a long way in life just by knowing it. And that is when to speak up and when to shut up. Have you ever really wished that you would have said something in a situation Or was there ever a time inside your life when you wish you wouldn't have said anything? Like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have just kept my mouth shut. Because one of the age's greatest questions is when to talk and when to listen. When do we do this? Do you know some people who you just wish would say something sometimes? They're not saying it and they need to say something and it's really tough because they didn't say it and they're leaving a part of the truth out that really would make a difference. I wish they would just say something. But on the opposite end of that spectrum is the person that you wish would just shut up. Just shut up, just be quiet. Don't say anything because I know when you do, Things are just going to get better. I know it. I absolutely know it. So what's the balance of life? When do we shut up? When do we speak up? There's a statement that I've lived my life by in many ways because I've seen the damage that it creates. And I know that that is true for each and every one of us. And that is any statement that goes left unchallenged is established is fact. So what's really the balance between those two things? When do you let something go? When do you say something? When is discretion the better part of honor? When do you talk? When do you listen? Well, I'm going to give that person a piece of my mind. Don't give them that piece. You might not have anything left. So you don't want to give them that. Honestly, any statement that goes left unchallenged, no matter when I say it, when I do it, I may need to talk to that person during a time when we're alone. I may just have to overlook something because it is the book of Ecclesiastes in chapter eight. It says it's to a man's glory to overlook a transgression. A lot of times we just need to not really say anything. You know, the book of Ecclesiastes is an interesting book because it doesn't really have God at at its center as much as the rest of the books do. This book has within it the ability to be able to show you how to speak, how to be quiet, how to treat people, how not to treat people, seeing people and understanding people that have the potential of damaging your life and for you to be able to stay away from them, as well as how do I walk throughout life in the arena of business? The book of Ecclesiastes has all of that mixed together, and that's really important. Now, in chapter three, it tells us something interesting. He says, there's verse number one, there's an opportune time to do things. 
the right time for everything on the earth. Now, I want to jump all the way down to verse number seven, because otherwise I would get stuck in these first six verses of this chapter. And he says in verse number seven, he says, a right time to rip out and another to mend, a right time to shut up and another to speak up. That's Ecclesiastes 3, verse number seven. A lot of times we think that, oh, well, we don't, we don't really have to, uh, uh, you know, we, if we're going to tell the truth, I'm going to give that person, I'm going to give that person the truth. I'm going to tell them the truth. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe just, maybe just one time you need to relax. I got a message from someone last night who wanted me to make out and, and answer some questions for them. And it was asking for their strongest points and their weakest points. And a lot of times, a person's strong points can also become their weak points. And that is their boldness, their willingness to step out and say something may also become their weakest point because they don't understand when to speak up and when to shut up. There's a couple things that are strong in my mind and in my heart for you today. Just a couple things of things that I know that you're going to find interesting as I have. And the number one thing is that you need to know is that you must protect the integrity of the things that you love. Protect the integrity of the things that you love. Don't let people trample on what you love. You take care of it. That's the reason why that if uh, if somebody's if if uh, you know somebody's got a, a few brothers, is that these brothers, boy, they can argue and argue and argue about everything and anything, and they could beat up on each other all the time. But let someone else come in and say the exact same thing, and all three of them will jump on that person. Why? Because they're protecting the integrity of the things that they love. The second thing that's really heavy on me at this moment is that you must always affirm publicly the things that you embrace privately. You must always affirm publicly the things that you embrace privately. That's, a, that's huge. You know, I had a girlfriend in high school. You know, I wasn't, I, first off, I wasn't a Christian in high school. So let's establish that right here. I didn't have my behavioral act together at the time, but her name was Pam. And during the day in front of everyone else, Pam would just kind of like put me off, not, not pay any attention to me, not give me any preferential type treatment. As a matter of fact, people thought that she was just kind of all over you know, she didn't really care for me. But yet at the same time, at nighttime, I couldn't keep this girl away from me. She was all lovey-dovey. She was all great words. She was all everything. And this was at night. But during the day, she was something else. But you need to remember, always affirm publicly what you embrace privately. Never make a person's public reputation pay the price of your unwillingness to be able to stand up for them. I have a minister friend, a man that I love and respect 
greatly. And, and really, I've, I've made it to most of his books or many of his books, let's say that. And you hear about this man who has done this for them, done that for them, done, done this, always been there, been willing um, to teach on things and relationship and all of these other issues of integrity and, and just, just speak just such great words. The problem was, was that he never used my name publicly. I have several people that are like that. Don't you think that at times that your reputation could use a boost in front of others? Absolutely. So you must always affirm publicly the things that you embrace and the things that minister to you privately. That's really important. Remember this. Proverbs 18.21 in the Message Bible says, Now words kill and words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You're the one that needs to choose. Proverbs 21.23 says, If you keep your mouth shut, you'll stay out of trouble. You will. You'll stay out of trouble. When to shut up and when to speak up. Proverbs 10.19 in the Living Bible says this, he said, now, if you talk too much, if you just open your mouth too much, if you talk too much, you keep putting your foot in it. You keep putting your foot in your mouth if you talk too much. He said, be sensible. Solomon said, be sensible and turn off the flow. Now, here are some things that you need to know and maybe a little bit of a guide to be able to share with you the times that you need to be able to speak up. When are they, when do you need to speak up? At which moment do you need to speak up? Number one is that speak up when words that are spoken are destroying people's faith. If people are discouraging to others, speak up. Tell them to just say, chill it, will you please? Use that for another time. They don't need that kind of your truth at the moment. The second thing is the when to speak up is this. When words are being spoken, spoken that are insulting. Shut somebody up the moment that they're insulting other individuals. We don't need to insult people unless we want to be insulted just as well. I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in being insulted. Number three, when someone is speaking down about something that you believe. Don't just sit there and take it. Speak up when someone is speaking down about something that you believe. The fourth thing is speak up when words are destroying someone that is not present. I'll never forget the time that I was in South Africa and what I considered to be, oh, to me, the greatest steakhouse that was there, having lunch with two of the men that were global in their impact and they they were just somebody that I wanted to be around. I thought, you know, this might be the break that I'm looking for in my life. And we're sitting there and I'm eating the best steak that I've ever had in my life. And as we're sitting there, one is from the continent of Africa and the other one was a, a big man in the United States of America. And they were friends. 
And we're all, we're all three sitting there and I think, ah, I've made the club, I'm here. And they began to talk about someone that I knew, but they began to talk down about this person until what I did after a little while, I took my fork and my knife and I just put them down on my, on my plate. And I said, with all due respect, gentlemen, do you know this person? Do you know, do you know them? How well do you know them? Well, I, we just don't like, like what they're doing. I said, you know, I said, please understand this. I know this person. I know them very well. I said, and I don't disagree that they have challenges in life. I don't. But the kind of things that you two are saying are not true, and they should never be spoken about anyone. And so in my presence, I would appreciate it if you never spoke that way again. Well, at that moment, there went my future. There went my, what I wanted to achieve. There went all of the things I wanted to do. It was, it was over. Lunch was over. All of it was over. I went back to my room and I just I thought, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, Jesus, please help me. What am I going to do? And honestly, I did what I was supposed to do. Speak up when you're protecting someone that is not present. The fifth thing is when words are spoken that are about to bring an undesired outcome. Don't let words escalate. Speak up. Say, please, please forgive me. I don't want this to go any further. And can we pick this up at another time? Can we do that? Because I don't want to argue with you. I really don't. And then the last thing about when to speak up is this, is that when someone is allowing negativity to destroy the atmosphere, speak up when someone's allowing negativity to take over the discussion. Now, but when do I need to think about it? I need to consider when to speak up. You need to consider this and keep this in mind. Always remember this about speaking. Consider what you're about to say when your words are going to be offensive. If your words are going to be offensive, don't say them. The second thing is that don't say words that are hurtful. There's no reason that you ever need to say any words that are hurtful. Number three is don't cast your pearls before twine and say words to people, say good words to people that are close-minded. They don't wanna know anything about it. I see some of these anti-whatevers all over the internet. They're anti about this. They're anti about God healing people's body. Well, yeah, if you sit in a wheelchair, of course you're ticked off about it. You know, they're upset about people that believe that other people should prosper. They're upset about people who believe that that because of Jesus, that you're the righteousness of God, they're upset about it because we're all sinners, right? Well, you know, why would you even spend your breath talking about that stuff? It's not worth it. And consider what you're saying when your words are going to give birth to anger to someone else. Now, be quiet. Be quiet when, when you know you have an anger problem. If you know you have an anger problem, practice not speaking. Try some anger management classes. I have someone very close to me that had to take a couple of anger management classes because they would get angry. 
Now, I don't know how people get angry because I've taken an internal anger, anger management class, but they get upset. So don't speak when you know you have an anger problem. Proverbs 14, 17 says, the hot-headed do things that they'll later regret. The cold-hearted get the cold shoulder. So you need to live in between those two things. So don't speak up when you have an anger problem. Be quiet. Be quiet when you don't have all the facts. People make so many mistakes because they don't have any facts. They just don't. They don't have the facts. How can you speak into a situation? How can you have an opinion over something that you don't know anything about? If I don't know about it, friends, I'm not going to talk about it. That's just that's just it. I don't I cannot come to you with something that I don't know anything about. Be quiet when the issue is none of your business. If it's none of your business, you don't have the right to say anything. There are things that aren't my business. I don't have an opinion about what's not my business. Somebody said, well, you mean you don't have an opinion about it? No, I don't. Well, what do you think so-and-so should have done? I think that the, the big thing that people always wanted to drag you into was a discussion about our former president. What's your opinion about the way that he he speaks? What's your opinion about the way that he um, he tweets? What's your opinion? You know, honestly, I don't have one. You t- Come on, you have one. No, I don't. I don't have one because it's none of my business. It's none of my business. He was not, he was not elected to be the tweet king and was not elected to be the word king. He was elected to run the country and to keep our enemies at bay. And you have to decide whether or not that he did that. Be quiet, friends, when it's none of your business. First Thessalonians 4.11 says, and that you study to be quiet and you mind your own business and you do your own thing as you've been commanded to do. Most often when people have an opinion about other people's lives, they're not really taking care of what they need to take, to take care of in theirs. And then be quiet when your words are damaging to another's reputation. Be quiet when you're you know, when your words are damaging to other people. Proverbs 16, 27, this is interesting. He said, an ungodly man digs up evil and in his lips, there's a burning fire. An ungodly man, he's a gossiper. He's hurting other people's reputations. In Proverbs 17, 9, he said, he that covers a transgression seeks love, but he that repeats a matter separates very friends. Be quiet when you're feeling critical. There are moments when I feel critical that almost every word that comes out of my mouth is not the one that I want. It's like, I just, and I'll even tell people, I need to be quiet right now. I got to get things sorted back in my brain. James 3, 9 says, with our tongues, we bless God, our father. And with the same tongues, we curse the very men and women that were made in his image. He said, my brothers, these things ought not so to be. So having said all this, here's a couple things. The first thing is, before you open your cake hole, think about what's going to come out. Before you open up, always ask yourself, is this true? Is what I'm going to say, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary for me to say this? 
Is it kind? Remember what the Apostle Paul told the Ephesian church when he said in Ephesians 4.32, he said, and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. And then the last thing I want to talk to you about right now, the second thing, having said all of the things I've already told you, is stop complaining. It has zero value. Complaining has no value in it whatsoever. You're not, you're not gaining anything by complaining. Life isn't getting better by you complaining. In Philippians 2.14, uh, the, the Bible says um, that we would do all things without murmuring, complaining, fault-finding, and grumbling. We do all things, everything we did, because complaining has zero value. When people experience a problem, they seem to complain. They complain to everyone other than the person that they need to talk to. If you're experiencing a problem with someone, go to the person. Don't speak about it to someone else. It doesn't do you any good. Well, that's all I want to talk to you about today is when to shut up and when to speak up. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Just Godcast, where Dr. Rob brings you empowering insights and easy-to-understand takeaways that you can use to lead yourself, your family, and your team. We release episodes every Monday, so be sure to come back next week and be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.